the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Rick Probst. You're about to hear an interview with Meredith Andrews. This interview took place before the war in Gaza, and it was at Christmas time. We hope you enjoy our interview with Meredith Andrews on Faith Talk Today. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Today. I'm Rick Probst, and uh, welcome to another amazing weekend. Now, this... This is a special show because uh, this young lady is huge, uh, Meredith Andrews, uh, with us, and she's got so much going on. I don't even know if we can cram this into one show, but we're going to try to do as much as possible. And thank you, my producer, Ezra Ortiz, for getting with uh, Meredith's uh, folks. And Meredith, thank you so much for hanging with us this weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Rick. Okay. So you you are a legend of sorts. <laughs> Uh, we are so grateful to have you. You, of course, worship singer and songwriter, and we've been enjoying your stuff for a long, long time. You're not that old, but we've enjoyed your stuff for a long, long time. In fact, this morning I was on Spotify because uh, that's that's my vehicle for listening to, to stuff, and I was listening to God of the Living, which is one of your latest singles, so we'll get into that in a, in a second. So thank you so much for being a part of the show. Now, when you go and Google Meredith Andrews, and you know how when you Google people, it says, like, uh, what is Meredith Andrews doing? Who is Meredith Andrews married to? How many, you know, that kind of, how much does she make in a year? Which I didn't look at. I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't that's, even know how much I make in a year. That's, that's your thing. But what is she doing now? And, and according to Google, you are a part of uh, the belonging company at your home church there in Nashville. And you mentioned to me that uh, from time to time you worship at another church there. And is it near Nashville? Yes, it's in Hendersonville, which is just north of Nashville. It's a church yeah, yeah. called Long Hollow. So, yeah, I'm up there about once or twice a month, but also serving at belonging and love both houses very much. Now, you you and your family have been in Nashville for a while and Christmas is yeah. coming up. I know we're here in what, September or October Right. But is is Nashville and I love Nashville. I've never been there at Christmas time. Is it magical at Christmas time, Nashville? Oh yeah, it's so magical here, especially if you go over to um the Opryland. It's all lit up. It's beautiful. And we live pretty close to there. So it's like, you know, this big hotel right beside the Grand Ole Opry. Um, and they they really do it up for Christmas and even even on the inside as well. So you'll have to come visit. All right. We're going to ask you a couple of things and we'll get into the stuff like uh, worship through Israel, something you're doing. Yeah. You've got a live album that hopefully a song will be released at the end of this year and That's then the correct. entire project uh, later on next year. Yeah. When you write now, there's a lot of folks that want to know as you worship and you write, is it a formal thing for you or is it do you just kind of flow with it or is it a little bit of both? Is it like Hey, we're worshiping together. Bang. Uh, you get a ping on a word or a phrase. Or do you sit down and go, this is what I'm writing about. This is how it's going to begin, middle and end. What's your story, Meredith? Yes. And it's all of it. <laughs> it's, it's all of it. And, you know, it's never necessarily predictable, but there will there have been times when I've written songs out of sermon notes. There have been times when I've written songs 
out of um, just like a spontaneous moment in worship, something that I camped out on. And I took that phrase and said, you know, I want to build around this. I want to write a song around this. Um, And then there are a lot of moments where I'll go into a room with other writers and we'll have a conversation and something will stick out to all of us in that conversation. Or somebody will bring a thought or an idea or a phrase or a chorus, and then we just kind of build upon it in that moment. So it it really can look so many different ways. And that's the beautiful part about songwriting is that there's really no formula necessarily. It's really just what is authentic to you in the moment and the people that you're writing with, what resonates, what is it that you want to say to the Lord? What is it that you want to communicate through a song? Has it surprised you at all over the years? And we love to worship and we know worship is powerful. But the whole worship, I mean, worship is on the radio. It's it's on every platform like, uh, you know, Pandora, et cetera. Uh, has that surprised you any how huge that worship is? Uh, well, no. And, you know, I granted I could talk about this for a very long time and I know we're limited on time. But, you know, <laughs> worship isn't a genre of music necessarily. I know that we kind of we use it as a qualifier and like to define and understand this is kind of what we're talking about. This happened in a live setting more. So this is a vertical song. We're singing to the Lord um, and inviting people with us to sing in one voice to him. Right. So um, I think that's kind of like the the what, how we define, you know, a worship song, if you will. But I, I think that people are hungry for the presence of God. I think for yeah. people, I think that people are hungry even to, um, sing these songs to the Lord. This is my prayer. It really is like a prayer put to a song. And um, but worship really is this the response of my heart, the posture of my heart. When I see who God is and all that he's done in my life, I can't help but worship him, you know? And so that's, I think it's amazing that we're seeing it more, more and more widespread because I think people really want to have this direct um, relationship, encounter, conversation with God. And when we sing these things out to the Lord, when we um, declare who he is, the truth of who he is and what he's done in our lives, um, then what's beautiful is that God inhabits the praises of his people and he meets with us. He meets us right where we are. And so I think even for people in their cars, when they're listening to the radio, sorry, my dog wants to chime in too. Um, (laughs) When, when we're, you know, people are driving in their cars and they're hearing, um, worship music per se they're they enter into this conversation they yeah. get to sing this out to the lord wherever they are it doesn't have to be in the four walls of a church meredith andrews worship singer songwriter we're going to talk about uh worship through israel in a second yeah ezra and i were talking before you came on the show about denominations and it's the thing about worship but it breaks down denominational walls thank god mm-hmm. that and it is that presence isn't isn't it that uh, we Absolutely. all hunger for Thank you for what you do, and I know that's your passion and that's your heart. Let's segue into this, Worship Through Israel. I think this is really cool. Tell us about it, Worship Through Israel. Yeah, so I've been connected with what used to be Worship Leader Magazine for probably 14, 15 years. I used to do their conferences back in the day. I remember many of those conferences I was pregnant because my kids are now 13, 10, and almost nine. Um, But yes, just amazing people. And they came to me and said, hey, we want to go to Israel and here's our vision for it. We want to basically worship our way through Israel at all these significant locations, you know, Sea of Galilee, um, Mount of Beatitudes, Garden Tomb in Jerusalem. We're going to get to lift up the praise of Jesus, lift up the name of Jesus in those places. 
understanding that when we worship the Lord, everywhere we set our foot, everywhere we declare his truth, his promises, his name, we are taking ground in the spirit. We are worship is warfare. We are pushing back the darkness. We are the light of the world and we get to declare who God is in those places in the Holy Land. And so we're taking a bunch of worship leaders um, with us. It'll be next fall, early next fall. Well, it may still be summer, depending on what we do. We're looking at September next year. Um, but yeah, we're just going to bring worshipers with us, people who have a heart to lift up the name of Jesus and understand the intentionality of it, the significance of it. Um, and then we're also going to be ministering to and bringing alongside with us um, worship leaders that are local in Israel. And I'm just so looking forward to it. I've been to Israel one time before, back in 2018. Um, it was a, with a group of 700 people. So it was like we had, I don't know, 12 buses. So this will be a little bit smaller than that. Hmm. We'll get to know all the people on the team and it'll be really geared towards worshiping Jesus in the Holy Land, where he walked, where he taught, taught, taught. And it'll be, I'm just so excited. I wish it was already here. But yes, people can sign up, come along with us. It's going to be incredible. Uh, Meredith Andrews with us, worship singer and songwriter. No doubt you've heard her stuff. You probably have some of her stuff. You probably stream some of her stuff. Her latest (laughs) is uh, God of the Living. And I just listened to it this morning and it is uh, amazing. Um, tell us a little bit about this particular song. This is the first of what two so far. Oh yeah. God of the living was a song that I wrote back in 2020 with my husband and our friend, um, Mitch Wong. And, um, it really is this idea that, that Jesus is the giver of life. He is the resurrection and the life. There is no death in him. There is no corruption in him. He took on our he took on death. He defeated the grave. And so now he is the God of the living. And, um, you know, sometimes in our own lives, we have to speak life over things um, that may appear dead. And sometimes we have to call the things that are not yet as though they were. That's the authority that we have in Jesus. And we have it because of the fact that he didn't stay dead. He went to the cross. He took our punishment upon himself. And three days later, he rose from the grave. He defeated um, death and hell. And so now we, that very same power that raised Jesus from the dead is alive inside of us. So again, we get to, with our mouths, declare that he is the God of the living and that same power, that same life is alive and well in us. And that's the essence of this song, you know, and understanding that if he did it before, he will do it again. He's the God that raised up Lazarus. He's the God that arose from the grave. And so um, we get to live not as victims, but as victorious because he is the God of the living. So good. Meredith Andrews with us, God of the living, check it out. And then you let us in on, Hey, this is pretty huge because live albums can capture just so much, right? That you can't do in the studio when you have For folks sure. there, everybody corporately coming together. We didn't have a stage. It was just a rug and everybody gathered around the mm-hmm. band in the middle. And it was such a memorable night. And I'm just so excited for, um, the world to hear these songs and to get to worship the Lord with us. Um, and I'm trusting the Lord's timing in that, you know? Um, but yes, it's different than anything I've ever released before. There's a lot of spontaneous moments. There's a lot of times where I kind of go off the rails and just start singing over the room. And those are some of my favorite moments of the record and just so expected and excited to get to release that project. We are so looking forward to that. Folks can follow you how. I'm sure you're going to put it out in, on every social media platform. Hey, it's out. Check it out. How can yes. Yeah. So my website is just MeredithAndrews.com, but you can find me on Instagram at Mare Music, M-E-R-E Music. 
And I'm also on Facebook as well. Meredith, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. We appreciate all your work, your huge heart, and uh, God's blessings to you. Hey, don't forget about Worship Through Israel. You can find all that stuff on our website. And uh, I'm sure that it'll be put as we podcast this particular show, all the details there at worshipthroughisrael.com, a great place to go to. Hey, it's time to uh, it's time to go. Thank you so much for hanging with us on Faith Talk today. Have a good weekend. Until next weekend, I'm Rick Probst. See ya. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.